Every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther, you know? Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world. But I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. And because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change it. I don't know how to change it, but I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. And now he's been promoted. His job, principal. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Uchain Joku, Sneaker Principal. Welcome to the Sneaker Principal Podcast. It is Sunday morning and it is about 6.16. Um, I got to be honest with y'all. Uh, <clears throat> the plan was to record this last night, but however, what happened was um, I was exhausted. Like yesterday was dragging the whole entire day. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather just get some sleep and get up early in the morning and and um, record this, uh, this episode of the podcast. So as you guys know, um, I've been doing some very different things lately. Um, in the past, I've been very much about the video podcasting and my video content. But um, if you noticed, um, those of you who follow me on social media uh, at the Sneaker Principal, um, SNKR Principal, on on LinkedIn, on 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 um, Twitter, um, that what I've been doing is I've been um, how how do I even put it? I've been doing like guerrilla podcasting i have my phone and then i just plug in my um oh do i even have it here uh it's a little device that i got from um road plugs in has a lovely mic so i could be driving and record my content not a problem and then not only that um i've also been um um just being like listen if i have something in my mind i'm going to record it right right then and there you know edit it on my phone and just post it and it's been, it's been working for me. For those of you who are cre- uh, content creators, you know it is hard to find time to create content. But um, that's what I've been doing. And those of you who've been supporting me, especially my series I've been doing about leadership and authority, and uh, especially for, all, for those of us educators who are trying to figure out what it means to be a leader. And um, yeah, so I really appreciate you guys. Um, I'm also coming to you guys over on TikTok. So those of you who are joining me on TikTok, welcome. Uh, some of you might be like, okay, this is the channel I go to to watch all those random videos about things having to do with school with news reports about schools and things like that. But I am the guy behind it, you know, Uche and Joku, sneaker principal. I am actually a real-life high school principal in New York City, and my passion is education. Um, and um, that's what I talk about, you know, and that's why I try to really push. Um, those of you who follow me on YouTube know I've also, I'm also a, a passionate sneakerhead. Um, so you can see right there, that's just a, fraction, a small fraction of my sneaker collection. The basement is full of sneakers. And then... Um, than technology, you know, like all like everything I'm doing here is just like this is my 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 wheelhouse: education, sneakers, technology, and just helping people in general. So, um, enough about that. Um, I'm also uh, I want to get get to the topic because I'm also really um, becoming adamant about being succinct and getting to the point of of my content. Um, there will be times where I'll be doing long format content, but right now I'm really focused on making sure that I get to um my um, audiences and, and my subscribers, what they want from, from my thumbnail. So this morning I'm talking about um, how teachers can win um, 
with their administration, you know? So, so again, for those of you who don't know, principal, 16 years doing this from teacher to, to principal. And as a teacher, one of the things that, um, that I know, I used to ask myself all the time, what does my administration want? What does my principal want? What does my assistant principals want? Sometimes they come to my classroom and they're not very clear, they're all over the place. So I'm always asking myself, like, how do I get better if I don't know what you want? But then it's funny because as, as I've become an administrator myself, I still hear the same questions. I'm asking myself, is it that I'm not being clear enough? Is that is it, is it mean that I, my communication is lacking? And I'll admit, there are times where my, my communication has been lacking because of the fast-paced nature of our work. Sometimes I make assumptions that teachers should know this or they should already know this because they already had other principles. And I learned that that's not the case at all. What needs to happen is that I need to be very, very clear about what my expectations are. You know, and um, but also one thing I'll tell you with that, even when you're very clear about your expectations as a leader, and I'm not even talking about as a principal, just as a leader, as a parent, as a, a community member, as a church member, whatever it is, no, no matter what you're doing, um, and you're gonna find yourself always in the space where you're like, um, how can people are still not understanding what what I'm asking for? You know how come people are still missing the point of, of what my expectation is? But then I realized one thing. Often we are not trained to manage up. You know, it's funny. Um, I remember when I became a, a principal, I was told this so often, learn to manage up. But usually as a leader or as an authority, you, you're managing people, you're managing down, but you're never really managing up. What does it mean to manage up? <clears throat> The same way you have expectations of those those who are your subordinates, um, you also should have expectations of your leaders. You know, and we learn this in society in general, right? And with, with with our elected officials, we're always trying to hold them accountable. You know, if we elected you to lead us, so these are the things that we expect that you should be doing for us. And we we tend to be very vocal about that in society. But however, when we come into the workspace, we're we, we tend to be very shy about that because we're always worried about if I ask the wrong question, if I push too hard, I might lose my job. And um, yes, in some spaces, that, that might be the case. But in education, especially if you, if you work in a unionized um, school system, mm, it's not like, it's, that's not the case at all. You know, I believe that that managing up is, is essential in, in, in the school system, is essential within a school, is essential within the classroom structure. And um, what does that mean to manage up? As a teacher, you're gonna you're gonna be facing expectations based on where you work, you know. And most of the time, if done properly, the expectations should be based on your school's mission, vision, instructional focus, and those um, um, goals that might have been established. It might be short term goals or long term goals, but that should be everything in the school should be happening around those things, you know, those areas of growth. Um, this, this, this should be the focus. And with that being said, everything that you're being asked to do should somehow connect back to those things because that connection means that you're working towards, you're in the space of continuous improvement. You're trying to get better at what you're doing because it meets these goals. And these goals are predicated on the needs of the students and, um, and the community as a whole. But now, once you know these things, what, you, what should you be doing? Um... First off, you should be communicating with your supervisors, whether it's your assistant principal, whether it's your coach, your department head, you should be communicating. Um, too many times um, teachers 
feel that if I say something, then it looks like I'm not doing my job or I don't know how to do my job. But the reality is this. How do you get great at something if you don't identify what you're weak at within that space and get the support for it? Um, excuse me. I had to clear my throat real quick. You know, you have to get support for it, right? If you're struggling with lesson planning and you're doing your best, you spend all these hours doing lesson plans, and every single time you're being told you missed this or you missed that, you missed this. Most people will do this. They'll go back and sit down and try to rework it. You know, they get their written feedback, they go back and try to work it. You know, they're told, hey, you missed that, they go back and try to work it. And they find themselves in the same position over and over again. It becomes frustrating. It becomes uh, a source of anxiety. This is what I say. As a teacher, you should be asking your supervisor, your department head, your your um, your assistant principal, um, even your principal, please sit down with me and show me. Show me. Can you sit down with me and show me? Let me ask you questions. Tell me how to reword this. Give me a model. But sit down with me. Some of you might be like, oh my God, I, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't sit with the principal ask that question. But you know what a principal is? Principal. It's not a principal, first of all, it's a principal, okay? And uh, a principal, P-A-L, is the main person, the main the main source, the, the center of an organization. And in the school system, the principal, if chosen wisely, is someone who is skilled as an educator themselves, as a teacher. They rose up the ranks because of their skill set as an instructor, you know, um, simply with assistant principals. So if you have an assistant principal, the main focus should be this, them supporting you in doing your job, meaning they have to come down and show you. Listen, maybe maybe I'm overthinking this. Maybe I'm asking too much. But listen, I was, I was, I've served in the military. In the military, I, one thing I loved was that my squad leader, my sergeant, my platoon sergeant, my company commander, my company, the company sergeant, um, first sergeant, um, I've seen colonels roll their sleeves up. We're talking about 30 year veterans roll their sleeves up and get in the mud and say, this is how it's done, soldier. Give me your weapon. Let me show you how it's done. Give me that potato. Let me show you how it's supposed to be peeled properly. Because when, it's, when, it, when you've been shown and then you've been given a thumbs up, you're doing it right. Then what does that do for your psyche? You feel like that's one, that's one more thing you've conquered and you know what you're doing around, you know? But even still, it doesn't mean that you don't go back and ask for more help. You know, you have to make sure that you are consistently, consistently seeking support. And again, this is not a suggestion. In your mind, it should be a clear, real um, point of action because your principal, your system principals, your, your team leads, all these people are getting paid to lead, to support you. So if you're not asking for that support, all you're getting is written feedback and that's it. And you, you're not willing to say, hey, can we sit down today after school? Can we sit down doing my prep and actually unpack this for me? Show me. Wait a minute, you gave me feedback on my bulletin board. I read it, but I need more clarity. When can we go to my bulletin board? You can actually show me. Models, examples, what I should do. Because again, when, it's, when you're seeing these things and you're taking notes and you're able to confirm like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be done. Guess what now? You are more confident, okay? 
And then you can also hold your leadership accountable. You said I should do it this way. Now you tell me it's wrong. We met on this date, you know? And again, I'm saying this not because I want you to go out there and make make life uh, miserable for your for your supervisors. I just want I'm just saying hold them accountable. I tell my teachers this all the time. Hold me accountable. Do they always do they always come to me? They don't. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. But there are some who do. I have I have one um, teacher um, not in my current school, but I I use her as an example all the time. I would I would go to her classroom. I do an observation, and Notorious for just for very detailed. Here are my, I will even provide my um my um little inference notes. This is what I saw. This is why you know this this component is evidenced by, or it's evidence. It's not evidence because I did not see it. I would give her. I would give her the observation right up, and she would always always, especially if it was informal, she would always request a meeting. The formal observations require a meeting after a post a post observation conference, but the actual um, informal, you know, she would always request a meeting. She would sit down. She would show up with her observation, post it notes in there, and she would go through it in detail with me. I remember the first time she did that to me. I was like, "Yo, this is mad annoying. Why don't you just read? It? I wrote everything in there." But after that first meeting, second meeting, third meeting, listen, I got I I, I learned to appreciate it because. The fact that I pride myself in be, being very detail oriented and saying, okay, this is what I saw, which is why I didn't see, or this is the issues I noticed here and how, this is how I think it could be improved. She was able to go back and say, but wait a minute, did you notice this? What did you mean by that? You were very clear. And which allowed me to even get better at giving feedback so that another teacher, when I observed another teacher, I, I took things from those conversations and to apply to my observations because then I was like, okay. I got to be better at doing this. So what it did, it kind of created a, a feedback loop. And I provided her feedback. And in her, in our post-observation conversations, I was being given feedback. They proved my craft, you know? And I'll tell you, this is one of the few teachers who consistently had elements of highly effective on her observations, consistently. Because what was interesting is I would say something, you know, and she would take that thing, even improve, improve upon it and apply it to her classroom. And not only that, it wouldn't, not, it wouldn't just be applied to the classroom. It would be, I'm going to apply it. I'm going to invite you to come. I'm going to invite you to come and see and tell me what you think. Listen, before I knew it, I mean, this person was, was one of my, um, my, uh, um, lead teachers. I made them a lead teacher. And I was like, man, you're, you are doing the thing that, we should all be doing, you know, and I did, and I do that. I, and I've, I've done that with my, with my supervisors. Ask questions like, okay, what does this look like? You give me an example. What school could I go to to see this? You know, then come back and tell me, okay, this is, is this what you were, what you were saying? I just want to make sure I'm very clear. You know, here are the results that I saw. I'm confused because I thought it would be this way, but it ended up being that way. These are things that you should be doing as, um, doing a little time check here. You should be doing um, um, in managing up. You know? And again, the title of this video is, you know, you know, you know it's, uh, it's, I'm trying, where, where's the title here? <laughs> but it's, it's um, uh, how, how teachers um, can win, should win. It's too early in the morning. You know, and, but hold on, let me make sure I'm doing this right. I'm not, I'm over here saying stuff that is incorrect. Okay, my title here, you know, it's too early in the morning, how to win as a teacher with your administration. 
you know, and um, and winning is and it's not a, it's not when I say that it's not a winning in the sense of like, you know, we're in a combat, we're going back and forth, but winning that, that winning feeling when you're like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing my thing, okay, I'm doing my thing, you know, I I I and I feel there's a sense of clarity as far as what I'm doing. Does it mean that things will be perfect? Absolutely not. Because there's always going to be something that's not in alignment. Always going to be something that's not in alignment. But however, as long as you're, the real winning is you feeling confident enough to be able to engage in an actual conversation with your principal, with your assistant principal, with your team leads, with your department chair, with the coaches. You know, it shouldn't be a relationship where you're sitting there and they're just spewing at you. And you're just sitting there nodding your head. And the whole time, your eyes, you're glazing over, you're like, oh my God, this this is miserable. I, 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 don't, I don't want to even be here right now. That is the worst feeling in the world. Have I been in that situation myself as a teacher? Yes. Have I been there as a dean? Yes. Have I been there as an assistant principal? Yes. Have I even been there in the rare occasions as a principal? Yes. But the best overwhelming majority of the time, I've always taken control of those spaces so I can get the most out of those conversations. You know, but for me is this, I am a visual learner. I'm very kinesthetic. I need you to come and show me. Let's do it together. Let's bring on student work. Let's flip through pages, highlight, circle. Let me take notes. Sometimes I'll be like, can I record this audio wise? I can, I can go back and listen to it again because I want to make sure nothing's lost in translation. It's essential, very, very important that for you to win as a teacher in your school, that you are managing up. Okay. So in closing, I'm going to try to summarize my tips. Number one, make sure everything you're doing in the classroom is aligned with your school's mission, vision, instructional focus, the short-term goals, long-term goals. Know these things. You know, even if you might not be able to link it to all to all of them, let let, let your less let your teaching, your pedagogy have elements that feed into those into those um, spaces. Then, with that, um, next, what you should be doing you should be communicating with your leadership. You know. Whether it's your your department head, your the coaches, if you have coaches, um, your assistant principals, your principals, whoever whoever has the ability to come to your classroom to observe you, you should be engaging them all the time. It's not and it's not just when you've had an observation. It should be as you're teaching those spaces that you don't feel too confident about, even those spaces you feel confident about. Have them come and give you feedback. Be proactive. You know, Mr. Njoku, I'm gonna be doing um I'm going to be doing a jigsaw in my classroom today. I would love for you to come in and just, just for five minutes, come and see, come and see what I'm doing and just give me some feedback. Yeah. And the great thing about that is this. Teachers who do that, um, they, they figure out the cheat code. They, they have literally figured out the cheat code. And the cheat code is this. If you get into my head early enough that you are serious about your craft, even when you're having bad days, my natural inclination is to be supportive and be like, okay, now how do I help you get back to that level or get to the next level? Because we've you've engaged me in a conversation and as educators, that conversation goes on even beyond the time we spent together working together. I had a teacher um, the other day who um, who called me and uh, was asking me questions about um, standards and the next generation standards and the things that, how things are being done at, at her school. And it was interesting because we haven't worked together since, wow, 2000, 2010, 2011. It's been 10 years. The last time I spoke to her, I literally ran, I was going for morning um, running in my, uh, my previous neighborhood and 
she was driving by and was like, hey, Mr. Njoku. She pulled over. We had a conversation. I reminisced a little bit. But that was even that was like maybe about five, five years ago. So 10 years since we worked together caused me asking these questions about. And again, it was premised, it was, um, it was prefaced by, you remember when you did this for me in my classroom? You know, I have a question about that because my principal right now is doing, and I thought it was very interesting because we had established that relationship where we can engage about, we can engage in conversations about pedagogy, you know? And again, I was her assistant principal back then, and um, she was my one of my science teachers. That is powerful. And so I'll tell you this, um, try it. Engage in those conversations, invite people into your classrooms, Get, ask them to come give you feedback, you know? We, and if you've been observed and you're, you're being observed and they come to your classroom to give you feedback, ask them for more details, you know, and, and as much as possible, take it out of the realm of emails or out of written feedback. Of course, get that written feedback. But when you go beyond that written feedback, let it be personal and face to face, sit down and do those things. If they're not able to ask them, who can I talk to to get that one on one support? And I'm telling you, it will work. It will work, guaranteed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to thank you so much. The time right now has been twenty over. Tw- it's, it's over twenty-one minutes so far, and I like like again. I said unless this is a a, a more extensive um, podcast with a guest, I'm going to try to keep things as short as possible, so you can listen to this in your car and your headphones on a treadmill, going for a walk, and be able to get some nuggets out of it to support you. So, um, with that being said. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Be well, be safe, enjoy your Sunday. And um, wherever you are, let's be safe, sanitize, wear your masks, do what you got to do. Let's be healthy. Let's keep our kids safe. And um, I'll see you guys very, very soon. And um, with that being said, let me see here. How do I get back to my exit? Peace, y'all. My thing is acting up right now. Well, again, tech, it's what happens. Be well, everyone.